0: Hello and welcome to the Bible with Megan podcast. My name is Megan and here I talk about the Bible. There are two types of episode in this podcast. The first is where I look at wider themes about the Bible within the Bible, questions about how we should study the Bible and how it relates to our world. The second type of episode are just Bible studies and each week I'll go chronologically through a book of the Bible The Bible is such a beautiful book and such an incredible gift that we have been given by God and I just hope that in this podcast you will learn to love studying it even more and that it will strengthen your faith. So let's get on with today's episode. Welcome back, it's Saturday again, another episode of the Bible with Megan podcast and today I'm carrying on the Revelation series. Um, We were going to hit chapter 6, so last time we looked at chapter 5 and uh, the Lamb being the only worthy one to open the scroll. I loved that one, that was so much fun to prepare and I really hope you got a lot out of it as well. If you did, if you could leave a quick review on Apple uh, Podcasts or wherever you listen to the podcast podcast that would really like it's, ju- it's just really helpful to help other people find this content so if you have five minutes to do that and you enjoyed that episode or any of the episodes and you could leave a quick review i'd really really appreciate it so we're going to be moving on to chapter six shortly uh with the opening of the seven seals or the beginning of that but first of all i just wanted to cover something um which i found really helpful when i was studying this book when i was in uh uni Um, And that's just to briefly talk about the way that the seven judgments are structured. So in Revelation, you have three sets of seven judgments. You've got the seals that we're about to start and then the trumpets and the bowls. And there's also mention of seven thunders, although those don't actually play out. Um, But they are are mentioned. So I just want to quickly go through... How they are set up, because there is discussion over um, how they how they kind of will connect. Um, are they con- is it like a timeline? Do they happen one after the other? Are they just the same thing, kind of explained in in different ways? I'm just going to touch on a few different interpretations of how this could work, and I just want to start by asking you to think about some of your favourite um, films or books that are about time travel or, or kind of just about how time might work. I am a huge Doctor Who fan. Doctor Who does it really well and really makes you think about time and is it um, linear? Is it past, present, future kind of on a straight line and it progresses in that way or is everything a bit more sort of um, bundled up and kind of interconnected, uh, as as the doctor would say, the kind of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. There's this kind of like, oh, how does this work? It's not quite neat. I think it makes you think about it. It's not quite neat. And it's not necessarily that um, time works in the way that we as humans experience it. You know, we experience it moving through um, in, in a sequence. And it's not necessarily that that's how it works. That's just how we experience it. Um, So there's all these questions that come up from Doctor Who, maybe for you, maybe you like uh, Inception, or if you're watching the new series of Loki um, on... Uh, Disney, none of these are adverts by the way, of course I'm not sponsored by any of these people, they're just things that I enjoy and it kind of helps us just to get into this mindset of the way we read the book of Revelation because one of the genres of Revelation, if you remember back right to that first video I did on YouTube in this series, is that it's an apocalypse an apocalypse as we saw um is like a, a revealing some something being shown to a human being by a heavenly being um and being able to see from heaven's perspective and what's happened in the last two chapters that we've looked at is john's been taken up to the throne room and courtroom of god um in, in heaven and he is now being shown what's going to happen um on the earth but we have to remember that this is now from this heavenly perspective this is where he's seeing it from and so we've got to ask that question does time work the same way in heaven as it does for us on earth Do the spiritual beings does god do they see time in the same way we do? Is it a continuous version of events? Is everything kind of more um, fluid or, 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 or tangled up? And there's a lot of different readings of the seven judgments and how they work because of thinking about this. Um, it's it's not ridiculous to say, is it? You know, if, if, if John is taken up in the spirit, um, time might work differently in that place. And I don't know if you've had... A vision um, an encounter with God that has gone on for a long time but to you it felt like a second um, or perhaps the other way around perhaps perhaps for you it felt like it was forever but actually it was only a couple of seconds um, I don't know if you've ever had that I, I know that's that's happened to me once or twice where it's, it's felt like time has gone kind of weird when when you're in the presence of God like during worship or something um, so it, it's not crazy to think this and scholars who study Revelation um, have some different ideas about how the seven judgments um, like what, what they actually are and how they play out because they are recognizing that they are coming from heaven and they are being seen by John from the heavenly perspective so I'm just going to go through um, a couple of options about how these judgments could work how they could connect together i don't know which one is right um i think yeah you can listen to them and see what you think but i think it's best to say that there's no kind of explicit um indication in the text But it's just important for us as we read this book, as it is an apocalypse, to just be thinking in this way, to take ourselves out of our own little human viewpoint of of how things work, and recognise that this is being shown to us from the heavenly perspective. Um, So yes, let's go through a couple of different ideas. The first idea I've already touched on, um, and that is just reading these events as chronological um just saying that there are the seven seals and then the seven trumpets happen and then the seven bowls happen and that's just how they go and people who say this will often read the whole book of revelation as a kind of timeline um as a timeline telling us what the quote-unquote end times um are going to be like and sorry i say quote-unquote because as far as I'm concerned, the phrase end, end times isn't very helpful. Um, I think we've been in the end times since Jesus ascended back to heaven. You know, it's this kind of period where Jesus ascended and we we're waiting for his return. So, I yeah. Anyway, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Those kind of that last section of time. Some people read it as um, a timeline of events. And, and that, that means that they could supposedly track these events on... Um, in human history and that's why if you kind of look up what are the seven seals you'll probably find a load of youtube videos and things saying um this specific event is this specific seal and uh yeah that that kind of only works if you are reading revelation in this way as this kind of chronological step-by-step plan um of how things are going to happen I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to be very honest. I'm not convinced that that is how we read this book. Um, there might be elements of of that um, in that you know things that are described do play out in in human history. I'm not saying they don't, but I don't think John's writing it as a timetable. I think it's too rich. I think there's too much. There's too much depth and and literary. Um, just beauty in it um in the fact that he's you know writing down this vision that he's had this vivid vision i think it i think if you wanted it to be a timeline it would just be a timeline like god could have just given it to him like that so i think there's a reason it's done so so deeply and i think it's really getting us to think about um god's perspective and what happens in the world and how god wants to bring about um restoration and judgment um so that's that's my opinion you know you'll find people who read it as a timeline and if you can if you are convinced by that, that's fine obviously. but I would say just go through and just read the whole book and ju- just see if that does work because I'm more convinced by these other arguments that get us to think outside of our own experience and to consider this as a revelation, as an apocalypse a revealing um, of how God sees things. I just think these fit better in the genre of apocalypse that this book is, um, and genre is a really important piece of context for us because yes, the Holy Spirit has revealed this vision to John, and um, but then John has written it down, and and God knew that he would write it down and it would be part of our scripture, and and so genre is just so important, you know. God is part of the reason why I wanted to do Bible with Megan, um, I. I'm really struck by the fact that God has chosen a book as a way to communicate with us to to reveal His kind of grand narrative to us. He's chosen a book um to do that and and this book is full of different genres and and writing styles, and so I think I think we do it in injustice if we don't look at that and we don't study it as a book because that's how God has chosen for us to to see this and so genre is a really important point of context in any book we read in the bible uh revelation one of its genres is an apocalypse it is also a prophecy but it's an apocalypse a prophecy isn't necessarily just telling exactly future events um i covered all this before but if you go back and watch that video on genres um you'll probably see why why i think it's more likely that this kind of um this vision that John has isn't necessarily uh, confined to a kind of human understanding of how time plays out. Um, and although I don't know which one of these other interpretations fits best, I don't, I don't, or I don't know which is right, put it that way. I really appreciate the fact that um, they make us question uh, how we read and and make us think a bit outside of our own experience, and go, okay, this is an apocalypse. This is revealing something of God, something of heaven um, that is, you know, I haven't experienced this isn't part of our human kind of day to day thing. This is, this is a, whole other, a whole other perspective on how things work. And so when we read it, I think we just have to approach it humbly uh, and just acknowledge that it's not necessarily um, we're not necessarily going to understand everything because it is coming from this heavenly perspective and not from an earthly one and the earthly one is for the most part all we know Um, we have glimpses of the heavenly um, but for the most part the earthly perspective is is what we've grown up in um, and it's how we see history play out anyway there's a little ramble there but um, let's move on and just just look at some of these other ideas about how the judgments kind of connect and how, how they might work So the first one I'm just going to quickly cover is an idea that actually these seven judgments, the seals, the trumpets and the bowls, are just the same uh, events happening, um, but they're just being kind of explained or told in a slightly different um, way. They just have a different focus. Um, I mean, we see this happen in in scripture. If you consider um, the books of Kings and Chronicles, that's the same period of history that's being written about but they just have a slightly different focus um in each account um that just makes you kind of consider different elements of those stories i suppose so this isn't this isn't um you know we, we see this uh, so it could be the case that they are the same um judgments and the vision is repeating them and just showing a different focus to john each time which he's then right down and then um, a good case for this, uh, definitely between the um, the seals and the bowls, I think it is, is that there's an interlude between uh, the sixth and the seventh uh, judgment. So there's the um, first six, and then there's an interlude where something else happens, and then there's the seventh one. So that happens in both the seals and the bowls. I think it's the bowls in my notes it says that. Um, so that it could be that, that that is indicating that this is the same series of events just being told in a different way. So there's there's one option. Another is that they're sort of like cycles. So um they sort of like spiral together. So as as one judgment um finishes, it sort of kickstarts the next. And so rather than just being like a, a continuous kind of linear um series of events, they're kind of more more connected and kind of um come out of each other uh if that if that makes sense it's harder it's easier to show this if i draw it so it's kind of like a a spiral if you draw a spiral on the page not a spiral yeah yeah like a spiral but like a like a long a long line spiral rather than just one big circle in so it's kind of like curls around um so that's a kind of another idea that it could be that kind of like starting cycles of judgments um which are then Stopped when um, Jesus returns. So it's this idea of judgments being less like specific events and more kind of just just a, a part of how things work, I suppose. Um, so there's another reading. Um, again, it's to do with that seventh um, judgment in each kind of linking into the next series, I think is where that comes from. And another idea that comes from that is this kind of Russian doll idea. So as the first series of judgments happen, as the seals happen, it's then within the seventh judgment that then the trumpets are found. And then within the seventh trumpet, the bowls are found. So it's kind of like packed in between each other. So they're kind of like one big set um, of judgment. But then they're, they're like... Yeah, like like exactly like a Russian doll. So you've got the seals is the big one. And then the last the last seal is like the opening up to reveal the trumpets. And then the last trumpet is the opening up to reveal the smallest Russian doll, which would be the the bowls. And so there's another idea of how that might work and how things are kind of more interconnected. Um, and again you know as as we consider these different ideas again as i've said i don't i don't know which is right um and it's very difficult to talk about time in this way but it just makes us think about it and just go hang on maybe there's there's another perspective i need to take here another factor in that is the fact that there are these seven thunders in revelation 10 verse 4 um the seven thunders are about to begin and then they are stopped and so maybe that leans towards this idea of them being cycles because like this is about another cycle is about to begin or another russian doll is about to be opened or something it it just makes us think about the kind of nature of god's judgment and how this is kind of working out another factor to throw in there is the three woes that happen as well they're kind of sprinkled in between um so how do they fit in as part of this pattern there's a whole rabbit hole here as you can probably tell and and you can find scholarly work on it um about this to look into and you can draw graphs and charts and, and try to figure it out many people have uh and it's quite fun but I, I mean I think the biggest thing is it just makes us think it just makes us think about how we read this like like you know what's important here I think is the question um what what's important here I think what's important is it's just making us think how do I read and and am I reading humbly and am I reading wanting to to see God's perspective or am I just wanting to impose my own agenda onto this book um and I guess that's why I find this kind of just thinking about this helpful um this might have raised more questions for you that it's answered but I think it's a good thing in a way I think it's a good thing um it helped me it helped me just then stop and think and just read humbly as i continued on into the vision thinking you know i i I don't want to twist this to my own agenda i I just want to be reading this um to understand what god is revealing here um and i think that's the question we need to keep asking throughout this book and so this was just a short little episode with a load of information chucked in just getting you to consider the nature of time um but yeah i just i just hope this kind of helps just just for us to get into this mindset of thinking about how time works and and how things work in heaven and how things work on earth and how they connect and 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 what is the nature of judgment and and god's judgment and how does that how does that play out how is it how is it released from the throne room um we'll go into more about all of that next time as we start the six sorry chapter six the seven seals But uh, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I did did find it really helpful myself and just makes us think. So I'm just going to pray and then you can go off and have more of an existential crisis if you would like. Uh, But thank you for joining me on this short episode today. And um, yeah, I'll see you next week and we will dive into the scripture with all these ideas and thoughts buzzing around in our heads. So Lord, thank you that we have your word that we have your scripture um thank you that it is written down for us to read and and to know you and and this way of it being written down means we can access you and we can have a glimpse of what john saw and experience your presence um as well and lord i just pray as you read that we would be humble that we would have teachable spirits um that 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 we wouldn't assume anything but um we just want to come and learn lord and and however that looks like whatever it looks like, however time works, I don't have the language, Lord, to even really talk about it, um, but I pray you just help us to see that there's so much more going on here, that that you are revealing something so incredible about the way that you see things, and um, so we want to come to that humbly, Lord, and, and we want to just honour you in our reading, um, yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word, and thank you that through all time however it works you are our constant jesus name amen thank you so so much for joining me for today's podcast if you have five minutes to leave a review of this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on that would be really really helpful and it would help more people like us who might enjoy studying the bible to find the podcast and to join us in our journey If you'd like to support me in making this podcast financially you can use the buy me a coffee link that is in the show notes to just donate a little bit towards making these resources. You can also follow me over on Instagram at Bible with Megan or on Word where I update everything that's going on and have content on there as well. So I really look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the Bible with Megan podcast.